Hello, and welcome to another episode of Recovery for the Narcissist podcast. I am your host, Dr. Eric Perry. If you haven't yet subscribed, make sure you do so you never miss an episode. For those of you who are regular listeners, you already know that this podcast is specifically intended to help you break the negative patterns of narcissistic tendencies so you can live a healthier, happier, and more fulfilled life. In today's episode, I would like to discuss envy, jealousy, and narcissism. The first distinction we need to make is the difference between envy and jealousy. Envy is an emotion that occurs when a person perceives that they lack the superior quality, achievement, or possession of another person, and either desires it or wishes that the other lacked it. For example, a person might be envious of someone else's wealth or lifestyle, or they might be envious of another person's special talent or ability. Jealousy, on the other hand, is defined as an unpleasant emotion that a person feels when they believe someone is trying to take something that belongs to them. For example, a husband might become jealous at the sight or thought of another man speaking to his wife and fear that his wife might be taken from him. Acting on feelings of envy or jealousy can lead to negative outcomes because these decisions are often based on irrational thoughts that stem from feelings of insecurity. It is much easier to shift out of a negative mood when you are aware of the specific insecurities that triggered you into that mood. After listening to this episode, I would like you to do an exercise. Using a pen and sheet of paper, write down your top five insecurities. If you can't think of five, then write three. If you can't think of three, then at least write one. An exercise like this is something that most people will avoid, even people who do not experience narcissistic tendencies, because it can be difficult to look at ourselves. But you are here listening to this episode because you want to have a positive change in your life. Be brave and give the exercise a try. It will be good for you to acknowledge these insecurities. You are human and you have insecurities. And it isn't bad to have insecurities. We all have them. It just isn't helpful to avoid looking at these insecurities. It is important to understand why a person who exhibits narcissistic behaviors and tendencies might experience envy or jealousy at a greater level than someone without narcissistic traits. One reason for this is because individuals who exhibit narcissistic behaviors often come from childhoods where love, attention, and support were scarce. Or during their childhood, they only received love, attention, and support when certain standards were met. For example, a child might only receive praise when they perform well in school or in some other area that has been deemed worthy and important by the parents or caregivers. Let's start by exploring how scarcity of love, attention, and support might be impacting you today. If a person does not receive a healthy amount of care and attention, they will likely believe that there is a limited amount of attention, nurture, and love that exists in the world. Subconsciously, you might think that there is only so much of that good stuff to go around. This would lead you to believe that if someone else gets attention or experiences some kind of success, there won't be enough attention left for you, or the opportunity for success is no longer available. And this doesn't only apply to attention and success. It applies to any addition that you might observe in someone else's life. It could be a raise, a new car, a new partner, or a lifestyle. Any gain for someone else can emotionally feel like a subtraction for you, even if what they've gained isn't something you actually want. For example, a person with narcissistic tendencies might become both envious and jealous that their friend is going on a skiing trip, even when they themselves can't stand being cold, don't ski, 
and wouldn't even enjoy going. Emotionally, the addition of something positive for their friend felt like a subtraction from their own life. The way all-or-nothing thinking relates to envy and jealousy is that a person with narcissistic tendencies will likely see someone else's success as a reflection of their own failure. You might subconsciously think to yourself, if they are winning, then I can't possibly be winning too. I must be losing. I must be a failure. This all-or-nothing perspective often occurs subconsciously and influences the lens through which you see the world. Awareness of this is key so you can cleanse the lens of this unhelpful perspective. And as always, here is your gentle reminder to listen and re-listen to these episodes so the concepts and ideas I am sharing can take root and manifest into behavioral change. Now let's look at how experiencing an environment during your childhood where you only receive praise, love, and attention when certain conditions are met can influence your relationship with envy and jealousy today. First, it is important to note that when a parent only expresses positive feelings towards their child conditionally, it is likely that the parent has some narcissistic tendencies themselves. The parent will often view their child as an extension of themselves and feel good when the child reflects something positive and bad when the child reflects something negative. This viewpoint leads the parent to focus on the external attributes and achievements of the child rather than accepting and loving the child for who they are. Because of this, the child will only see themselves positively if they meet the criteria that was set by their parents. As a result, the child will unknowingly strive to perform well in an attempt to measure up and to be worthy. Keep in mind, the child doesn't only strive to measure up for their parents, but for everyone else in their life as well. The child then takes this perspective of conditional self-worth into adulthood, where they unknowingly apply it to others and eventually pass it down to their children. Then the cycle continues. The good news is that you can break that cycle. You are actually working on breaking that cycle right here in this moment as you listen. Great job and stay the course. An upbringing like this will imprint on you the idea that love, attention, and affection must be worked for and earned. The main issue with this is the way in which love and attention can be earned is often presented by the parents as fair and consistent. The truth is, the criteria is never fair and never consistent. It is based on the never good enough principle, which says no matter how good you are, you can always be better. As a result, the child spends more time than their peers comparing themselves to others as a way to see where they measure up. In comparison, children who do not experience love, attention, and affection in this unhealthy conditional way spend more time focusing on their own motives and interests without feeling threatened that their self-worth is in jeopardy if they don't measure up to their peers. The next time you find yourself feeling envious or jealous of someone else, remember that someone else's addition does not mean your subtraction. There is plenty of love, affection, achievements, and successes for everyone. It is important to remember that the perspective you have about your worthiness of good things has been heavily influenced by your early life experiences. You are worthy of love, attention, and affection without having to outperform others or even evaluate those around you to see where you measure up in comparison. Give these ideas some thought and make sure to listen to this episode again so you can really digest it. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Recovery for the Narcissist. I am your host, Dr. Eric Perry. Until next time, see you soon.